Houston Rallies is a movement created by the Lee Group, a Houston-based advertising agency, to help make a difference for the many other small businesses that are the heartbeat of our city. The Lee Group fully understands the struggles and trials involved with running a small business in one of the most competitive markets in the world. The Houston Rallies podcast, created in partnership with Radio Lounge, is a hub of information and inspiring stories directly from the small business owners that make Houston the great city that we all call home. From interviews with movers and shakers to thought pieces on best practices for advertising your business's specific services, Houston Rallies is your destination for advertising insight and inspirational ideas. Good morning. Hi, I'm Macy Bodenhammer. I'm an account director with the Lee Group. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Danny Shaftel. Danny is the son of the founder and the general manager of the business. Shaftel Diamonds is a family-owned custom jewelry store, wholesaler, and buyer. So Danny, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me, Macy. I'm excited. We're excited too. You know, the Lee Group launched the Houston Rallies campaign uh, just a couple of months ago. As a small business ourselves, we really wanted to lend our expertise, what we do best in marketing and advertising, to smaller businesses that need a little bit of help during current times. And you came to us. And so we're, we're excited to learn a little bit more about who you are and to provide you with some complimentary advertising and marketing efforts. So tell us, we know Shaftel Diamonds is a retail jewelry store. You create custom jewelry and then you have a jewelry buying division. Tell us a little bit more about your business and how you got started. Sure. Yeah. Um, You know, my father started the business in 1978. He was actually in New Jersey before he started the business with my mother. You know, my mom is from Mexico City. And my father was living there after he finished high school and did a little bit of college. He went down there to coach football, met my mom. They fell in love. She was super young. They both were. And they, when they moved to New Jersey, it was the coldest winter in history at the time. And he was out there cutting trees down. And uh, shortly after that, he started selling encyclopedias. And his father, you know, my, my grandfather, I'm sorry, my, my mom's father said, you know what, if you're going to marry my daughter, you better get a real job. So he brought him back down to Texas where he had, uh, where my grandfather had some friends in the gold chain business that they were operating out of Mexico and in, in Austin. So they started manufacturing chains together and my father was managing that business. And through that business, he met other jewelry stores and became good friends with somebody in the diamond business who said, hey, you know, I I like what you're doing. I, I like your work ethic. Why don't you try selling a few diamonds to a couple of stores? So he would let my father borrow some diamonds and he would go around uh, trying to sell these things. And at the time where you could actually make money in the, in the uh, diamond wholesale business, he'd have a few diamonds, have his cost, whatever it was, and double his money and come back and think, you know what, this might be a viable business option. So little by little, he started building up that wholesale diamond and gemstone business and was really a wholesale supplier in this country and in Mexico and and all over the world. And as that built, little by little, he would get private clientele here and there, and uh, mainly still focusing on wholesale. But um, long story short, he was bought out for a short time by an internet company. And then 
after they went public, he started up again in the current location where we are now in a jewelry wholesale building. And at about that time, I was in college and about to finish up college. And he made me an offer I couldn't refuse, which was a job. You know, I had no real other options at the time. And I graduated, I needed something to do. And I figured, you know what, I'm going to learn some business. I'm going to try this out. I always knew it was an option. But I figured let's let's just jump in with both feet and see what happens. And I loved it. You know, it was an opportunity to learn something that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to learn anywhere else. And I really took to it. And uh, we've built from that small private clientele just organically by word of mouth, just keeping people happy, uh, having customers refer their friends and their family and doing good work and manufacturing on site. We went from me and my father and kind of a part-time bookkeeper to now having a staff of nine. And we are, if you look up Shaftel Diamonds on, on the internet, you'll see what is a retail store presence. Behind the scenes, we do a lot of wholesale supplying to the trade, to other dealers. And that's still a big part of what we do. And as you mentioned, we're now uh, very strong buyers uh, of diamonds, jewelry, engagement rings, watches from individuals who, for whatever reason, need to free up some cash. So your retail store is in the Galleria area. That's correct. That's right. And the jewelry buying business where people can bring in their family heirlooms, other jewelry and show, so on for cash. How does that part of the business work? So it's out of the same location. Our buying division officially is called diamondbuyers.com. Uh, the DBA is Diamond Buyers website, diamondbuyers.com. So if you are coming to sell something, you would come to the same location and, uh, you know, preferably make an appointment. And it's just, uh, it's us, you know, the same employees. It's me, my father, we're the main buyers. And we, we sit in front of the seller. There's nothing that requires them to leave their items with us, no kind of consignment. It's just us and them. Nothing leaves their site. And we don't charge for the services. We'll take a look. And if it's something that that does fit our market, we can make them an offer. And if they decide to sell, we pay them on the spot. It's very simple, very straightforward. And it's different from, let's say, a pawn shop where they go in and the pawn shop's goal is to get it at a price where they can you know, pay to, uh, to lend money and hope that they either default or, you know, make payments indefinitely. It's, it's a completely different operation. We're not a pawn shop. We're a buyer. We know what we're doing and people come to us. We've built the reputation of knowing what we're doing, which sounds crazy, but a lot of these buyers just kind of throw it on the scale and say, okay, well, the gold weighs this much and we're going to pay that. Uh, you know, we know the gemstones, we know the unique stuff. We know if it's a, a rare, uh, alexandrite or blue diamond, whether it's natural or synthetic, you know, those are things that we have uh, built the reputation. It sounds like that's one of the things that maybe makes you stand out um, in, in the industry. Houston, Houston has a lot of jewelers and I noticed you have a five-star rating online, which is not easy to come by sometimes. <laughs> No, and that's it. You know, there. Why go to Shaftel, right? I mean, there are hundreds of jewelry stores, and and people ask us that all the time. Well, you know, I, I went online, and there are a million jewelry stores. Why you? And they'll, you know, they'll kind of put me on the spot. And that's just it. You know, we have to provide good service. You know, we we understand that if we don't make the customer happy, 
they've got plenty of options. So we built our business, as I said before, organically relying entirely on just word of mouth. And we really still to this day don't do a lot of formal advertising. Um, just over the past couple of years, we've tried, you know, radio advertising, uh, magazine advertising, and that got the name out there, but frankly, didn't turn into much business without a fail, you know, without a doubt. It's just it, and online reviews, like you said, five star reviews on Google. We didn't write any of those. Right. I mean, those are real customers that uh, were kind of unprompted to just go and, and leave a review. So that's it's satisfying. It feels great to know that people come because they want to come. Right. Not that we're going out there and throwing out a net and hoping that uh, we can reel people in. Uh, they come because they've heard about us. So in the, the Houston Rallies campaign, um, league, the league group has been interviewing other entrepreneurs like you, entrepreneurs with the lifeblood of, of small business in Houston, you know, there over, I think, 120,000 small businesses um, that help this big city thrive. And in our conversations with entrepreneurs, we've asked, you know, what's your greatest challenge and how have you overcome it in these recent times? And we've gotten a lot of different answers. Tell us your perspective on that. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting year. You know, we came from a very strong economy, you know, locally, nationally, we were having one of our best years. And all of a sudden, things just kind of got turned on their head. And not only that, for, for a long time, the jewelry industry has been changing, you know, with online competition, with better technology, with, with uh, bigger companies posting high definition videos online and having all this virtual, uh, you know, this, this virtual experience that in and of itself has changed the industry tremendously. But I still feel like jewelry is one of those industries where people want to come in, look, touch, have a relationship with their jeweler and compare things side by side. You, you still don't get that, that experience online, but I feel like, especially now consumers, patterns have changed, right? I mean, and once this pandemic hit, you know, the fear was, well, now people are going to buy the essentials and nothing more, you know, their toilet paper selling out the, you know, the, the, the stuff that uh, people can use at home because they're working from home is selling out, you know, the, the consumer goods that uh, people need, uh, Amazon, you know, Walmart, Target, those stores are thriving and all the small businesses are hurting. So, that was the biggest fear. But I still think that, um, you know, small businesses like us who have good relationships with our customers are, are going to, you know, of course, if, if managed properly, are, are still going to do well and probably thrive moving forward because I think people are more inclined to support local businesses. So I think one takeaway for me is that just continue to build those relationships, you know, now more than ever, just just reach out. And remember where we came from, remember our roots, remember that we built this originally by word of mouth. So just stick to that, you know, don't change that formula because it works. You know, even in this, in this changing world of technology, it's still about relationships. And I think that's one thing that, that I was reminded of throughout this period. Sure, the power of relationships and, yeah. and choosing to do business because you have a relationship with someone, you built trust. And one of the things, Danny, that you shared with me in an earlier conversation was when business started to slow down, 
that you became so grateful for the, the customers that you did have that you were writing handwritten thank you notes, personal thank you notes to anyone, regardless of what the transaction was. And that's that speaks volume and, and caring that much and working to build the relationship and build up that loyalty. Yeah. And, and it works. You know, we uh, it's something that we had done previously, uh, but now more than ever. Uh, I started it just and and when customers would call, you know, everybody was stuck at home. Right. And and so when when somebody called, I knew that they weren't sitting at the office or sitting in traffic or had to have this short conversation. So we'd kick back and, and you know, maybe they're calling because they needed a repair on the ring and we'd have an hour long conversation. Right. And uh, and we a, f- a few times uh, coordinated to where I'd either drive to their house and we'd have a a safe distance uh, kind of handoff of the ring that needed a repair. And, uh, and then I'd ship it back to him just with a thank you note. I, I appreciate you thinking of me, even, even as you're sitting at home, just figuring out little things that you need to do, even, if, even though it's a free service, just, I appreciate you taking the time to reach out, to contact me for thinking of me, uh, for, for chatting with me. And, uh, and it goes a long way, right? I mean, people still, like to get a handwritten note, you know, you get a letter in the mail and it's printed out with an automatic address and, and, uh, information, you're less likely to open it up. But when it's a handwritten letter, I, I have behind my desk, I don't know if you can see it in your camera. I've got a bunch of handwritten letters that people sent me over the years. Well, what is the, the biggest challenge, um, or the biggest surprise that you've had as you've been working to overcome these challenges and, um, keep your business of business afloat. Make sure your employees still have paychecks and provide that level of service to your customers that you're known for. What surprised you, and how have you handled it? Uh, you know, a lot of surprises. I would say, you know, throughout the time we were staying at home, our our employees they're like family, right? You know, and nobody really knew what was going to happen and nobody knew if they were going to have a job and we didn't know if the the world was going to stay shut for months or a year i mean it, there was so much uncertainty and there, and there still is but everybody just stepped up and not that i'm completely surprised by that but it was just such a great thing to see that okay let's take a couple weeks let's sit back let's just be safe let's listen to the news but, uh, you know, but people really stepped up and, and, and were coming to the office individually and were just going through customer lists and, and just sending out little messages to clients and just organizing whatever they could at the office and just finding things to do to make sure that when this was all over, that we'd come back to a business that was thriving. And, um, and so that was, that was a great surprise and and the same with their clients you know they were calling to check in with us i would get a i would get a text from a client daily you know at least once a day uh from somebody different just asking how we are you know not not anything about business but hey hope your family's doing well you know what can i do to help so that's when i started doing the same i said you know what let's start reaching out just nothing about jewelry how you doing as we've been moving through the Houston rallies campaign and talking about the different challenges that businesses face, we've noticed that some trends have come forward that were also somewhat unexpected. Can you share a little bit about the trends that you've seen in your industry? I would say a big trend is, and not that anything we sell is essential, but I would say that uh, now that people have been kind of cooped up with their significant other, 
it was a decision to make one way or the other. Do we take this forward and get engaged or is this really not working out and we break up or unfortunately get divorced? So it was it was a test to a lot of relationships. And we've we've seen it, literally the first day that we opened back up officially, you know, we were sending out uh, emails and posting it on Facebook and just telling our clients the first day that we opened, there was a rush of people just coming to get that engagement ring. And it was uh, it was completely unexpected. And unfortunately, we had the other end of things where people said, you know what, it just things are not working out. It, what is your either buyback policy or if they're not a customer, what can you uh, what can you offer for this ring? Uh, so it was really those two extremes. But as soon as we opened the doors, it was, you know, people were just walking in or, or making appointments because we stressed that. But people were coming in the door. You, you mentioned a, a hashtag that you've been using on Instagram called quarantine love yep. for for those that that simply couldn't wait any longer to profess their love for each other. And were yep. ready to to buy the rings and make the plans regardless of what circumstances were. Yep. Yeah. And that was a real thing. You know, I started seeing that happening. And uh, even if they were kind of, and it was funny because guys would call me and, and they'd be whispering like that, you know, hey, you know, and then and you could hear them kind of walking through the house and they'd get outside and say, hey, you know, I, I really, we've, we've been here and, and I've been thinking about it and I'm ready to take that next step. And uh, so I'm thinking, you know, well, this is this would be a cool little thing, you know, click on this hashtag and see kind of. Uh, the bright spot in this in this uh, crazy world that we're that we're in right now, and it was uh, yeah, it was a real thing. Quarantine love was happening. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> in, time, in times of crisis, there are still things that shine. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, how do you continue to learn um, things to stay on top of what's happening in your, your industry, and what's what's the one thing that you know now? that you didn't know then that you wish you'd known. Yeah, absolutely. So now and and really over the past few years, uh, Facebook groups, uh, chat groups, you know, those those kinds of things with my industry peers have been a huge thing for me. You know, it's just people with similar interests, with similar uh, businesses and uh, people that get along with one another, just helping each other out either as a mentor or just as a supplier or as a customer. And these people have become close friends of mine. And it's it's been this just compressed knowledge, you know, over, over such a short period of time and just this network that has expanded tremendously as as people become more and more connected. And I think if I'd have known the importance of networks earlier on, I just I just think how much more powerful my circle and my knowledge base could be. And I just at night when I'm sitting in my bed, you know, a lot of times instead of watching TV, I'll just be going through different groups, you know, just just learning about different gemstones, still reading up on gems or watches or trends in jewelry and if you go to my personal Instagram account, it's just filled with stones, you know, with jewelry, with designs. And, and it's just fascinating to me still. And I, I love reading about that and just chatting with my buddies and going to trade shows and, and just sitting and talking for hours to somebody else in the trade and, and just kind of nerding out over over just gems, trade stuff, you know, stuff that most other people wouldn't care about. So what is your favorite thing? about Houston. You know, Houston Rallies is focused on 
businesses in the greater Houston area, but Houston's a big city and yep. you're, you're in the gallery area. I think you're planning on an expansion too. Tell us, we about, are. tell us, tell us, what do you love most about Houston and what's next for Chateau Diamonds? Absolutely. So that's an easy one. Houston is uh, the, my favorite thing about Houston is the people. It's just such a diverse city. I grew up here. I went to school in Colorado, which was not nearly as diverse. It's beautiful. But then when I came back to Houston, it was just so refreshing to see so many people from all walks of life, from literally all over the world, everybody working together. And it's just uh, that that's in the resilience, right? I mean, these people that are from all over the world can come together. And we personally flooded twice, you know, my, my home, uh, Memorial Day, Harvey, and just to see everybody come together, church groups, you know, neighbors, schools, uh, temples, you know, just it didn't matter who you were, young, old, everybody was there, everybody was helping out. And, um, and so it's, it's the people, you know, the, well, and the food, but mostly the people. <laughs> both. <It> both. both. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so the next step for Shaftel Diamonds is we are opening up a beautiful new retail store in the heart of Tanglewood. So right there on San Felipe and Chimney Rock, there's a new two-story little shopping center. And we are about to break ground. We expect to be open there by mid-October. It was supposed to be sooner, but we kind of had to put everything on pause because the whole world did. But yeah, that's 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 going to be our flagship store, and we're super excited. I mean, we we worked real hard on the design and putting it together, and just making. And it took really, we we had been discussing this for years, and we were just waiting for the right location. And then when that went up, we just knew we had to jump on it. Um, and we're still very optimistic. You know, I know that maybe over the rest of this year and maybe into next year, things are going to be different. Things might be slower. It, it might be some growing pains, but it's still relatively close to our, our current location. And because our clients are mostly referrals, I, I'm not worried about them not being able to find us. You know, of course, we're going to promote it and, and reach out to our clients and I think that'll just give us an opportunity to have our name on the street where people can see us driving by where now we're kind of tucked away in a wholesale building. So we don't have a street presence. Uh, so that's, it's exciting. That's, that's the next step for us. And we're, uh, you know, it, we're working hard and, and we've got the whole family involved and, and we're just super, super excited, a little bit nervous, but super excited. As you go forward, how will some of the things that you've learned recently change the way that you're you're doing business? And, and tell us about your concierge ser service. I thought that was a really cool way to, to work with customers. Absolutely. So the concierge service, of course, started when we were stuck at home and, you know, clients were calling us and saying, well, you know, I, I really wanted to see some things, but I'm going to wait until you guys open. And we didn't know when that would be. And I said, you know what? let's hop on a zoom call. And, uh, and so we did that, or I did that a few times and it worked, you know, you could sit there, we can see each other's faces that brings comfort to both of us. It changes the dynamic, you know, as, as you and I here are sitting talking and it's, you know, it's a podcast, it's different when you're looking at somebody in the eye. And, and so then I said, you know what, let's just make that official. Let's put that on our website. Let's start doing that and see what happens. And it, and it worked and, and people responded positively to that. 
And even now that we're open, some people still prefer to kind of start there and, you know, have that discussion, look at some designs and then we, you know, send, we can send designs through text, email, look at it through zoom, whatever it is. And then they'll come in and kind of finalize that transaction. Uh, we'll, we'll still offer that moving forward because not all of our clients are in Houston. You know, we work with people all over the country and sometimes in different parts of the world. Uh, so that I think we'll still offer as a service, but of course, couple of, couple that with in-store appointments and, uh, yeah, it's worked, it's worked pretty well, actually. So remind us again, uh, how customers can find you, your two locations and how they can reach you. So right now we're still in our original location that is in a, uh, in an office building, 6222 Richmond Avenue, Suite 150. So we're on the ground floor of an office building. Uh, there are a few other jewelers in this building, uh, a lot of wholesalers, kind of service type businesses, repair and watch services. And, and uh, so we're on the first floor of that location, about two miles west of the Galleria. And uh, calling us is, is the easiest way. Just pick up the phone, give us a shout. We'd love to chat with you, go on our website, uh, we're actually building a new website. It should be launching in the next couple of weeks. And we're going to offer just a better user experience. You know, as we open the new retail store, we felt like it was just time to really give our, our web presence an upgrade and, and just get a better kind of feel for who we are and upgrade some of our inventory there because we've got a lot more in the store than we do online. So yeah, just check us out online. Give us a call. And like I say, the new store, which should be opening up in October, will be on Chimney Rock in San Felipe, right at that intersection on the on the uh, north side of the street. Can't miss it. And it's ShaftelDiamonds.com and DiamondBuyers.com. That's right. Shaftel Diamonds, S-H-A-F-T-E-L, Diamonds.com. That's our jewelry store. And then DiamondBuyers.com is our buying division. Well, thank you, Danny. We've been so excited to work with you. I know the Lee Group will be spotlighting the Houston Rallies marketing campaign, which includes outdoor advertising, radio advertising, social media, digital, and a little bit of print exposure as well as website exposure. So we're excited to um, raise awareness of Shaftel and all the great things you do as a small business here in Houston as part of our Houston Rallies campaign. If other businesses would like to apply to be considered as a part of this campaign, visit HoustonRallies.com. And if you'd simply like to help support the campaign, go to that website to join the movement. Thank you so much, Danny. It's been great talking with you. Thank you, Macy. It was a pleasure. It was fun. Are you a local small business owner looking for some help connecting with potential customers? Is there a specific topic you'd love to hear more about? Visit our website at HoustonRallies.com and click Join the Movement. Fill out the form. We'd love to hear from you. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are strong. We are resilient. We are Houston.